So Jeannie and I had a quite eventful weekend. Um, we actually sold, let me see, how much did we sell? I feel like it was just like everything. Uh, we sold a couch um, that I wanted to sell. We finally got it out. Um, it came with an ottoman, so we got rid of that ottoman as well. Uh, gosh, what else did we sell? Two dressers, and I think that's it. So a couch and uh, two, two dressers. Uh, small size one, like a full size one. Actually, I don't know. They were just like taller and shorter, but they both had three drawers. It was fine. Um, but we got rid of those, and now we have a lot of space in our extra room. Oh, my gosh. I'm struggling. Struggle bus already. Let's go. Here we go. I feel good today. I feel good today. So we did that. I'm trying to look at my notes while I'm doing this. And uh, so, yeah, we do have a lot of space. Uh, but in this, I'm still having this kind of makeshift podcast setup area kind of thing. And it's not really working. So what we did is we're going to um, order a desk uh, over in the corner right here. I'm a little bit off from the corner. The corner is like a little bit further over here, a couple feet. But what I'm going to do is going to get a corner desk and set up my stuff there so I don't have to uh, keep setting my stuff up every single day, blah, blah, blah. And it, it just gets a little annoying uh, to kind of set it up and tear it down, mostly because I don't want like uh, all of this podcast stuff like sitting in the window, mostly. Um, actually, it's, even if it's not even that, it's I don't want it to... Um, be sitting like kind of out in the open in this like living space because uh, Jeannie likes to sit in here a lot. It's a room that we don't really honestly use a whole ton. Um, so we like to kind of have this space if we want to like come in here and read or Jeannie's done puzzles in here or whatever. Or sometimes I just like to sit and I can like watch stuff on my computer or whatever. Um, it's just a nice extra room that we don't have to have. Um, a little bit messy. It can still look kind of orderly and whatever. Um, so we're going to do that. Get the little corner desk. I think this desk comes from Ikea. I'll show you what it looks like at the end. Um, I would show you like a, a time lapse. I'm actually thinking about that. It's showing you a time lapse of us building it. But if anybody has any experience with Ikea furniture, uh, you know that it's like literally the worst stuff to build of all time. It's just quite the worst. Um, the directions are always in this like weird language. It's not, I, I know like they're from Sweden and like it's whatever, like multiple languages are in the directions, but it's always like these drawings, you know what I mean? And you've seen them. It's like these weird abstract drawings. It's like a, like a kindergartner was like trying to draw these descriptions of how to put this thing together. And that's my favorite part and most hated part about Ikea, Ikea furniture. Um, so we're going to build that, see how that goes. Um, it's going to be awesome. Um, I actually don't know how much space I'll need. I probably won't have this mic stand much longer. Um, it's just starting to bug me a little bit. I just need it to look a little cleaner. Um, it does fine. It does great for what I need it for, but I just... I pinched my fingers in it the other day in this part right here. And like when I move it down, it like compresses. And I was trying to move it from one side of this like little table to the other. And I picked it up and I like had folded it. So it was like a little easier to like 
hold in my hands because it's like pretty wide and pinch the crap out of my fingers. And my God, I didn't have a blood blister, but oh my goodness, that was probably the last straw. Um, <laughs> it's just a little bit annoying and it's got these springs on it. I hope you can hear this sound because if I move it too quickly, it makes this sound in the microphone, but I'm going to do it on purpose. See these little springs here. Isn't that the horrible, like the worst noise you've ever heard in your life? I hate it so much. Make it stop. Make it stop. But like, it, that's what I have to deal with with this uh, mic stand. It's really cool. It's really convenient, except I get this. I pinch my fingers. It's just not great. I can't stow it the way that I want to. Um, so I'm just going to get a little bit of short, a little shorty, and uh, we're just going to go from there. Let me see. Let me see. Um, so, yeah, we did sell our couch and our dressers. And I was just kind of sitting down and I, I've been talking about it and I did an episode about it. And I was kind of like feeling this weird, um, this weird lull. And it just kind of came to a head for me kind of last night. Um, not negatively or anything like that. I, I just have realized like what I'm doing, what we're doing um, is a lot in transition right now. I don't know if anybody else is like that, um, but we're in the new year. Um, there's a lot of things that could happen. There's a lot of things that could not happen um, that are just solely based around my life. I don't really care about what's happening on the news, what's happening not on the news, what's happening in the world or not happening in the rest of the world. In my world, uh, there's a lot of things that are kind of up in the air. Um, and it's, it was just wearing on me the other day and, uh, and last night. And so I, I've uh, been sitting there trying to think about it and uh, really a lot of it. I'll just I'll just talk about it. So this year um, is a little bit different. Last year, I was supposed to be on the road on tour. Um, we had well over 100 shows that we were going to play last year. And so that means we were going to be out on the road um, a lot. Uh, most of the year, we were going to be out on the road playing shows and I mean, that's the goal. That's the, that's the idea is, you know, you, co you come to a place and, and you can tour and travel a lot. And this is a great place to travel out of as opposed to uh, being in Colorado where it's eight hours to everything. Um, we are just a handful of hours from every city, every major city on the East Coast. So, like, that makes it really, really nice and convenient to travel out of and do, like, little... Um, whether you're going to do your weekend warrior things and those have been great. Those are super nice. Or you're going to just do like full tours, um, like 10 days and beyond. It's, uh, it's one of those. Yeah. It's just, is it's just really nice to, to travel out of. So we were supposed to do that last year. Uh, we all know what happened with last year, the entire world shut down. And so we haven't been touring. And, um, so I was able to, in doing so, I was able to really kind of delve into playing hockey, which has been absolutely fantastic for me. Um, and I don't regret that for a single moment. I was able to meet some great people and continually and every single day meet some great people and uh, build communities in that world and in uh, the musical world. And um, it, it's been absolutely fantastic. Um, I've also... Um, let me see. I'm trying not to lose my train of thought here. 
Um, we've done some really great work as well um, in the studio. Um, and that's that's uh, coming to fruition. So we, we've gotten... Uh, Aaron has ended up with a publishing deal. So he's doing a lot of really great rights with uh, a lot of people. Uh, it's kind of starting up this year in the last couple of weeks here. Uh, it's been kind of one of those things that's been in the works for a while, but it was finally really finalized in the last couple of weeks, which has been absolutely fantastic. And so what my, my dilemma has been is in the back of my head, I've always, I always think like, well, like I want to get involved and do everything and, you know, feel like I have a place in the place that I am, but I don't want to like get too involved in things. I don't want to get too involved in in playing music here um, and doing uh, this project or that project with other people if I'm just going to be on the road. Um, and that's my thing. And that's been my problem. I don't want to like get into into hockey too much if I'm just going to be on the road. So I, I could add more to my plate. I could add a ton more to my plate. But like I don't want to add a ton more to my plate and then be like, oh, you know what? Sorry, like I can't because I'm going to be like I'm going to be on the road. Um, and that's that's been most of my uh, most of my uh, problem is what feels like a lot of things I could do and I could delve into uh, and continually commit to the things that I'm doing. But I don't I just don't like I don't like the idea of like giving people my word and then uh, kind of pulling it back a little bit. Um, and uh, I was talking with I was talking with Jeannie about it last night. And we, I just kind of came to the conclusion of just like, I, I can control what I can control. I did my, I did my podcast last year. I started my podcast last year and that was really great. Um, I've started the YouTube channel. Part of me wishes that I would have started it, um, <laughs> a long time ago. I tried to, it just didn't work. I didn't quite understand how it works. I didn't really, um, I didn't really have the camera that I needed to and I was doing all the videos on my phone so the audio wasn't right and like it wasn't hitting correctly and you know like you know how it goes so I was um, and I was just uploading like the audio um, on YouTube and it was I don't know it was just a little bit of a mess and uh, so it didn't I didn't really take YouTube ultimately that seriously. Um, so I've got all my stuff now. I'm working on YouTube. I'm working on the podcast. The podcast is growing. Um, the YouTube channel is coming around. I've got some really great ideas as far as how to grow the channel. And once again, like use the audience that I've already been given and and blessed with in the circles that I'm already in right now. Um, and that's been great. You guys have taken really, really well to that. And the audience in that in both areas is expanding. So I'm so thankful for that. Um but really, I just need to do more. If I want to do more, I can do more. Again, I can control what I can control. And what I can control is today. And that's all I can control. If I want to um, delve more into hockey and join more hockey teams and get great hockey, I can do that. If I want to play less hockey, I can do that. If I want to play more music and play at more places and play in more studios, I can do that. If I need to pull back, that's another thing, and we can cross that bridge when we come to it. But at this point, there is no, there's been no talk of really touring that much. Um, there's been no talk of like really even going on the road at this point. So I just should just do what I need to do, and 
and that's it. Um, we're kind of just going on the fly, but I'm very excited for what we're doing. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of uh, demo work, so I'm very, very excited about doing a lot of demo work. The idea that we have in our heads is um, Aaron will be doing basically a bunch of writes, and that will be great and fantastic. But the thing is with Nashville, and you kind of know it already, it's kind of stereotypical, is Nashville is a country town. So you write a bunch of country music. There's a lot of great country artists and writers that come out of here and are here. Um, so that's going to be a lot of the things that we're working on. Uh, which sounds weird, um, if you know me and Aaron, working in country music. But fun fact, I actually love like certain kinds of country music. I absolutely love it. If I could, If I could go on the road and drum for a country artist, that seems like fantastic to me. Because it, it is just 4-4 all the time, and it's just pocket. Like, it's just me and the bass player just vibing. And you throw in a couple accents and, you know, well-timed fills. It's, it's based on, you know, good technique and good form. And that sounds fantastic. So we're going to basically just doing, uh, just be doing a lot of demo work. So you write a song, they need it built out. Uh, I can do that with drums. Drew can do that with bass. Aaron can do that with like guitar, whatever he needs to do. Um, we build it out and they, then he sends it to his publishing company and they sell it to the labels. See if anybody picks it up. Fantastic. Demo work. And that's what we've wanted to do. That's what I've, I've actually wanted to do for a long time is to do demo work. Um, and that's been, I don't know how many years I've wanted to do that, but that just seems like the idea of the world that I want to get into. I don't really need the, the accolades and all that stuff. As long as I'm involved in some sort of the process, um, and we can put food on our table, uh, for our families. Great. That's really all I'm looking for. Um, touring and traveling and, and playing a bunch of shows, um, that will come in time. I'm not really worried about, I'm not really worried about that. And I should not be, um, worried about that. Um, but I do want to having it be in the first 10 days, 11 days or so of the year. I do want to say like, I do want to do more. I've, I've realized in this year, this last year has really slowed everything down. I've realized how long a day actually is and it's something that I need to like take note of and the things that I can do in a day is a lot more than I think it is like I can wake up and I can do this podcast I can do this podcast I can put like do a thing on YouTube I can do multiple videos on YouTube I can do multiple podcasts in a day um, I could go to the studio I could play multiple games in hockey in a day I can do whatever I want in a day, and it would still be if I got up early enough, but even then, it would still be the early afternoon. I could do all of those things and be done with all of those things by one o'clock in the afternoon if I wanted to. I mean, if I was really dragging, maybe three or four. But even still then, like, there's, there's not really an excuse for me um, not wanting to do more or not feeling like I have the ability to do more. Because the days are a lot longer than I think they are. And I should take advantage um, while I'm kind of in this almost a lull of, of things to do. 
but there's not really a lull of things to do. I can do plenty. I can just add more. Um, and I'm really trying to get away from this idea that we've kind of ingrained into our heads of uh, this Monday to Friday thing. Um, I'm really trying to get rid of it because it doesn't really make sense. If I, if I can do things on Monday to Friday and grind Monday to Friday and then I stop on Saturday, Sunday, just because everybody else stops on Saturday and Sunday or I feel like everybody stops on Saturday and Sunday, what am I missing here? Uh, because somebody's working on Saturday and Sunday working harder than I am. And if it's, a, if it's the difference between me working on Saturday and Sunday for two hours in the morning, and then I can look back in June and July and I've got some great things going because I worked two hours Saturday and Sunday morning, it seems like a pretty simple addition to uh, the schedule. Um, I don't know. It's more just me saying this out loud so you guys can like kind of keep me accountable. So hopefully my schedule will change a little bit. I'll be doing a little bit more stuff um, and adding things like on the weekend, adding videos and things like that. Um, I'm really just going to like delve into the things that I'm already doing and just working just a little bit harder. Um, not for anybody except myself. Um, just to prove really to myself that I can do it and there's no reason why not. Um, and there's nothing really for me to be scared of or fearful of or weary of, whatever, whatever adjective you want to use. Um, it would be more frightful for me and more scary for me to look back again on this year and be like, oh, you know what? I wish I would have done this because I had the time to do this or I had the time to do this or I had the ability to do X. That would be worse for me. Uh, that would be much worse for me to just wish I would have dot, dot, dot. Um, so I hope you're in the same boat. I don't know. I was just kind of talking out loud a little bit. So hopefully that maybe that will inspire you. Maybe you felt the same thing. I don't know. Um, but I think we can do more. I think we can always do better. I think we should always strive to do better and do, do greater things and not be afraid of, um, things we can't control. What we can control is right now. And what we control is our effort and and our attitude going forward um so i'm very excited about that so thank you guys for listening to that i'm, I'm not done quite yet not quite yet um i do have a couple more things i think um again i'm going to talk about hockey um that's one of the things that i'm doing um we do have some really good news coming up breaking news coming up in the next like week or so that i'm kind of going to reveal um regarding my uh d-league hockey team Really great stuff. Very, very excited for us uh, this next session. Um, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it right now, but that's going to be really cool. Um, I'm going to do a uh, what's in my bag video, and that will be coming pretty soon. I've already filmed it, um, so that's going to be really great. It's just going to be uh, all of my gear uh, that I use for hockey. And uh, I don't know, to give me a great reference point and hopefully help some other like beer leaguers or people starting off in rookie or uh, just kind of getting into the game as a general skater. Um, hopefully it'll help you because I wasted a lot, a lot of time um, trying to find gear that worked for me. And uh, even though like, even though I spent a lot of time trying to find it, what, what bugged me the most was how much money it is, honestly. 
And that's, that's what I'm really trying to save you guys, uh, from doing the same thing as me and trying to make the same mistakes as I did. Um, I and uh, my Frozen Foxes team were just kind of going into this whole thing blind. So, I mean, we our learning curve is is very, very steep, but I feel like we've kind of leveled out a little bit. So that way we kind of have our bearings on things and, and gear and uh, even <laughs> how the game generally flows. Um, so I'm going to be doing that. And uh, that's going to be great for uh, beer leaguers everywhere, beginning rookie hockey players everywhere. So that'll be really fun. Um, let me see. Let me see. Trying to get there. Trying to get there. Also, last thing, and I will I will be quiet. So um, I was on Instagram, which you guys know is sometimes good, sometimes bad. And that's fine. This time was a very good, I, I think good. Uh, maybe uh, interesting at worst, um, good at best. Um, I start. I open up this video, and it's this guy, um, three guys. One of them's playing a violin, and I'm on my explore page, by the way. So you've got like all the squares or whatever, and it's all these uh, pictures, and then you got little videos that start playing as you're scrolling down. And I never open them until I kind of look at them on my explore page, and then if I'm like intrigued then I'll open it or whatever um so there were three guys there was a vi violin player a piano player and a guy that was singing and I can't see what it is but like the visuals of it was this kind of like vast open space the piano looked fantastic I mean violin violin and this guy singing so I open it up and I learned that this video is a video of um the singer, R&B singer, his name's T-Pain. So I know you've heard of T-Pain. If you've not heard of T-Pain, um, that's fine. He's super, super popular. You would know him um, from the guy that uses autotune all the time. So he was the guy that made autotune kind of a thing in the R&B and hip-hop world. He was really the first one that did that. And like, that's his signature is like, he uses autotune on everything. Um, and it's just an effect. And so most people in the, in the outside of the musical world think they use autotune for people that can't sing. And that is absolutely true, but it gives you like, it's autotune is a very certain effect. It doesn't like really, uh, tune your voices or pitch your voice. It's just like an effect. Um, so I was listening to this and it was just like the three of them and they're singing or he's singing and it's just no effects, and he's just singing, and he's so good. I don't know if you guys have known this. Um, I I knew that he was good just based on, like, how he does, like, in the studio. Like, outside of the effects, I can listen past the effects and know, like, there's talent with what he's doing. But I've never heard him just singing bare bones like that, um, where it's just his vocal throwing a little bit of reverb and he is absolute nail. I mean, so, so good. And it made me like, um, actually understand his music, which is really funny because if you listen to T-Pain, a lot of the stuff that he talks about is just like drinking and strippers. Like that's basically it that like, that's it. Um, which makes it really funny because he was, he was singing his songs 
without auto tune, without like big beats behind it. It was just broken down. And I was listening to him singing and I like got it. Like I understood it for the first time. And I was like, oh my God, like I hear the notes you're singing. And I actually believe like you're in love with a stripper. Like I actually, I 100% believe that. Like um, an adult ballet dancer. Um, I, I completely understood it. And it was just kind of amazing that I was sitting there like, oh my gosh, I believe you. Like I completely believe you. But wow, like you are uncomfortably talented. I wish that he would do like an EP like that. He doesn't have to do a full record I don't think um but I I think an EP would be very very interesting for him to do um here's what I was here's what I was thinking um I actually ended up finding him on a um other live another live setting so tiny NPR does a lot of thing or a lot of concerts called tiny desk and they have hundreds and hundreds of artists it's great stuff it's really good reference stuff for like acoustic shows for artists, um, how they can do that um, and just be a little bit more efficient in how they do like broken down or acoustic type shows or even just like more contained uh, kind of shows. Um, it's really great. Uh, NPR Tiny Desk, if you've not seen that, go find those. Uh, they have so many artists on there that just do really great work and unique work. Um, really good stuff. Check that out. So he did a Tiny Desk. And it was just him and a piano player. And that was my first time that I'm seeing him interact. And so it's this tiny room. It's, it's got to be the size of a bookstore or whatever. Um, couldn't be more than 30 people, 30 to 50 people probably in there. And he's singing his songs. And this guy is just so nerdy. He's so like nerdy. And he's like very soft spoken, but he's super funny. And... I don't know. It was just like a really interesting way to see somebody like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like where you're used to seeing them sing like raucous party songs and you just see it like broken down and all the fluff taken away. And it just brings really new life to that song. And it's just so much talent. I wish T-Pain, if you're listening to this, I know you're probably not. But if you come across this, or any of your fans listening to this, send this to you and you read it or listen to it, hear it, whatever. Like, I would really love you to do some sort of EP like that. Just really broken down, and just vocal stacks, just sounding unbelievable because you have the talent for it. Not that you didn't know that. And that's the one thing that I was talking to Jeannie about What I was blown away. This is my, this is my point. Um, my point was that this guy was sitting in the studio. So I don't know where he came from. I don't know what his backstory is. But there was a moment where they were sitting in the studio. And this guy's singing. And he's got an incredible voice. And he's singing. And they've written all these songs. And we'll say, um, I can't remember his first song. I think it was, um, I'm in love with the stripper, I think was his very first single. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a mouthful. But if that, that was his, we'll say that's his first single. Oh, there goes the springs again. So loud. Um, but that was his first single. And they were listening to it. And it was at that point, it was just uh, in demo version. So it's not anywhere near done. They're just trying to like map it out and piece it all together. And then they come back in the studio later and 
do it top to bottom, final, and then they go from there. But they're just trying to get soundscapes and things and figure out things that they like, the things that they don't like. So somewhere in there, um, and we do it all the time with demos, is they had um, his vocal track. And just to make it really listenable and you like hear less of like the mistakes of a demo take for vocals, you, you throw auto-tune on it. So it's, it's kind of generally pitched well, but it doesn't, it doesn't grate on your ears as you're trying to map out and create a song. You do, it, you do that all the time. And people do it all the time here. I don't know what they do anywhere else. But definitely here, basically on every demo, you throw auto-tune on there because you're going to have to listen to that over and over and over. But you're just using it for reference. So you need it to just sound halfway decent. Somewhere along that line, uh, with T-Pain having that great voice, somewhere along that line, somebody made the decision of going, you know what? I kind of like this. Like whatever this is, this like auto-tune sound with your voice, I kind of like it. Like I know you're like a really great singer, but that is kind of a vibe. Like the auto-tune thing is kind of a vibe. Somebody said that in the studio. I don't know who that is. I don't know if like that was like T-Pain's thing from the beginning, but like whoever whoever's idea that was was a 100% game changer because you can take somebody like T-Pain and you remove the like vocals or like the uh, vocal effect of the autotune from his voice. And what do you have? You just have a guy that can kind of sing good, right? And it's not even that interesting. Like I'm sitting there, I'm listening to him and I'm like, oh my God, I love his voice. I love the sound of his voice. But would it be remotely as interesting? No, 100% it would not be. But it is interesting going the other way around. Um, and I just I just don't know. Like, I think that was an absolute game changer. Whoever that was um, is an absolute genius. Com- completely obsessing about that thought. And that's, and that's the difference between... Um, gosh. Between us probably knowing who T-Pain is and not knowing who T-Pain is. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but my, my computer's freaking out. Um, hopefully it's still working. Hopefully the video is still recording. I think it's still recording. So it should be good. Um, I had one of my programs crash, but my video is still up and running. Thank God. Um, but my emergency buffer or my emergency audio program just failed. Um, so hopefully this works out, but T-Pain, uh, he's brilliant. Go find that. Um, he's really good. It's so good. Um, let me wrap this up. Let's not talk about T-Pain anymore. Um, I do have hockey today, so that'll be great. Um, of course, I will have a review coming um, after the game, probably in the next handful of days here. Very, very excited. We're in the second round of the playoffs, and that's going to be great. Um, I'm not sure what time it is off the top of my head. I'm trying not to look at my phone as much as possible, and I, I apologize for the video, people. But hey, I this is my podcast, so we're gonna do it. If I need to look at it, I'm gonna do it. So January, blah blah blah. I don't even know what today is. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, oh, this is the, okay, okay. Uh, we have a ten o'clock game. Ten o'clock game tonight, and that'll be fantastic. So 
It'll be there. The review will be coming after the game in the next couple of days, like I said. Uh, that'll be great. Um, but yeah, cool. That's all I got today. I hope you guys have a great day today. Okay, bye. <laughs>